Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Audio Jump Podcast, the podcast for parkour people. I'm Brian Prince, and today on the show, Caleb Luliano and Nikki Whalen, both members of Team Rilla Hops, based out of Orlando, Florida. This is a fun episode, um, but before I get into t- telling you guys about today's episode, I want to give a special thanks to everyone who liked us on Facebook or followed our Twitter or followed our Tumblr. We set all those up last week, or I think two weeks ago, and I, I was astonished by, I guess, the feedback we got in so fast. We put up the Facebook page, and within two days, we had over 200 likes. What What is happening? That was amazing. So I'd like to give a special thanks to each and every one of you guys who liked our page, and also a special thanks to everybody who just listens to this. I'm loving the feedback. It's not a whole lot, but it's just more than I ever imagined. So keep it coming, guys. This is for you, and I love all of you guys. So a little bit of information about this episode with Caleb and Nikki. This is actually the first episode that I recorded of the Audio Jump podcast, which is made apparent within the first five minutes of the podcast when I mentioned that. But uh, Caleb's a really good friend of mine, and, and I was when I thought about doing this, I, I knew he'd be a great start for me because I, I, I'm very comfortable around him and I've known him for years and he had a lot of really good stories to tell. And um, I guess the only reason I waited to put this one up instead of making this one first is because there's clearly a lot more nervous ticks of me talking. There's a lot more like, uh and stuff like that. So forgive me, but hey, you know, it's all good. So... This episode's clearly dated. We actually recorded it back in October, and you'll be able to tell (laughs) near the end when we start talking about a certain store video that came out uh, the day before, but, you know, it doesn't matter about when it came out. All that matters is when I'm getting it to you guys. (laughs) And the other interesting thing about this one is it's actually more of an interview format. This is how some of our episodes are going to differ from the Max and Milo episodes. We're going to have the ones with the Max and Milo, or like the Max and Milo episodes, which are more... Uh, topic-based conversational and then we're going to have episodes like this that are more interview about the actual athlete we're talking to so special thanks to Tucker Racine good friend of mine from the Atlanta area um, parkour community Tucker is a professional videographer and he came down to Orlando with me to start this project so along with uh, me Caleb and Nikki you're going to hear Tucker in the background laughing and giving his two cents and it's all great Um, Really great guy, so glad he was with me on it, and honestly, you're probably going to hear him on episodes in the future, so remember this guy. Just a little warning, in this episode, we talk about Caleb's trips to both Spain and Singapore, and how training with those communities was different than him training with different American communities in the past. And I just want to emphasize the fact that we're not America bashing, even when it sounds like we we are, (laughs) but... um, you know, we're not saying this is fact, and honestly, I really feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but you know, sometimes I feel like people might get a little carried away if you don't mention that. So, just throwing that out there, a little two cents. So, let you guys get to the interview. It's a fun one. Hope you guys enjoy it. Pardon my fresh or noviceness in this interview. <laughs> I'm hoping you can look over it. I'll see you guys in the outro. Enjoy. Welcome to the audio jump. I'm not <laughs> welcome, gonna try to make this. Welcome to my own apartment. I want, yeah, welcome to your living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hand me the headphones. You want these headphones? No, I'm gonna put them over these so I can't hear as much. Oh, okay. 
Tucker's getting double headphoned up. All right, so Caleb, welcome to your living room. Um, yep. I would say like welcome to the audio jump, but you know what? I haven't checked if that name's taken, so <laughs> <laughs> so we might have to change that because the first name I looked up was um, what was it? What was it? It was it was Motion Cast, and I loved that. I was like, oh, that's so dope. PK Motion Cast, people want to love it, and I looked it up, and some guy in Australia is like. This is my podcast about extreme sports, and he never did anything with it. Uh, but I'm like, that's dumb. I don't want people to Google it and find that. So yeah, I um, hate when that happens. Yeah, I Googled it once, and it was fine. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, so I'm trying to start this thing. I think it's, I'm really glad to have you, though, for the first yeah. one, because A, I like talking to you. I don't get <laughs> nervous around you. Um, but B, like, I feel like right now, you're really interesting to talk to, because <laughs> you're doing a bunch of different stuff. Like, you know, you're doing like... Uh, Rilla Hop stuff first of all and then also you just like kind of have like a crazy year yeah <laughs> like I guess you'd agree to that right yeah. so um I guess just to start it off so like pretend like Tucker here has no idea who you are I <laughs> <laughs> like it here like pretend, <laughs> pretend, pretend Tucker like has no idea who you are because I know like I can't tell you how many times this weekend like I, I wish we just like recorded then oh man that was perfect I wish we got that but now we gotta like fabricate it so it's yeah we're lying now oh that's dirty but uh so um how long have you been training i've been training four years Dang. uh in july i think four years july yeah cool who was that 2010 2009 when i started when i was 18 when you started was it just like did you have any background or were you just like yeah i did uh i started martial arts when i was 13 oh yeah i had uh I got second degree black belt in Taekwondo. Nice. Not the same time, under the same master, I trained Judo and Hapkido. Uh, and then I also went on and did a little bit of Wushu and Kung Fu. Nice. Then after that, I started, uh, it was actually when I was doing Wushu, I started trying to teach myself how to do flips. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just like. I remember your early flips. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you like had so much power. Like, you just throw it and like, whoosh, it happened. I'd be like, dude. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was first learning them, it would just be me and people that I was doing martial arts with. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try a backflip. I had like three people under me. And I was like, you guys make sure I flip over. And everyone just threw me. <laughs> and I, I had like, I didn't use my arms or anything. I just like jumped and flipped over. Oh my and then I was like, I think I can do it by myself. <laughs> That's and then so I tried it. Yeah, and then I tried a wall flip in the gym, and I kicked a hole in the wall. I still landed, though. <laughs> and then uh, I went, I decided I needed to learn, like, tech, so I went to a cheerleading gym and yeah. took a tumbling class, and then they were like, we need male cheerleaders, you should join our team. Mm-hmm. So I joined it and ended up cheering All-Stars for two years. Nice. And while I was cheering All-Stars, I found parkour and started going outside and jumping off of things. Okay, cool. Okay, cool, cool. So you, like, got into the cheerleading. Yeah. And then you went into parkour. It's funny, because I know a bunch of dudes, and by bunch, I mean, like, three. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, got... You all right, Todd? Trying to get comfortable over there. So, like, well, like, I know a bunch of people... Oh, why do I keep saying that? So I know a couple of people who, like, did cheerleading before parkour, and it seems like it really helped. Yeah. Like, would, you, would you say the cheer helped, or just... Um, in ways, I'd say it helped with tricks, nice. kind of, like... When I started parkour, I could already tumble. I had like I had double fools when I cheered, mm-hmm. uh, just from cheerleading, and I understood tumbling tech pretty well. Nice. Even though I don't really do very many tricks when I train, um, but as far as like parkour movement, I'd say it it made me kind of rigid. Like yeah. cheerleading is very strict and rigid movement. Yeah. Everything is very sharp motions. So when I came into parkour, I was like really blocky when I ran. Yeah. I no, moved I, in a right angle. Yeah, I worked at a tumbling <laughs> gym for a little bit, and that was yeah. weird, because I did, did parkour first, and like trying to learn 
the tech for the tumbling was really like you know yeah. straight up straight line yeah. looking good and like that was really hard to transfer that into like a more natural yeah. movement feel kind of took me a while to get rid of that blocky movement yeah. <laughs> and it's always funny when you go back in like the, in the tumbling gym like no offense <laughs> to them like they're great but they're like oh that's not right technique <laughs> you're yeah. like I'm not trying to do right technique but yeah dude um so like oh this is gonna be such a lame question but I feel like I should ask this every time but like what is parkour to you? Like, what is what is training to you? You know, is it like, is it is it like frog tricks on a rail? Or is, it, is it jumping buildings or doing flips off of buildings, as people say? I love that. Oh, yeah. Like, you flip off of buildings? It's like, yeah, the whole way. Honestly, to me, parkour is just a tool in combination with everything else in life to make you the best version of yourself that you want to be. Nice. Um, it's just the most effective thing I found to get me to where I want to be in life. It's I don't really think of myself as someone who does parkour very much. Mm -hmm. Like I say I do parkour because it's the easiest way yeah. to describe it. But really I think of everything in life as training. Uh, like I, in my head, everything is just life training. Yeah. Like when I'm doing parkour, I'm training. When I'm doing martial arts, I'm training. Uh, when I'm squatting, I'm training. When I'm doing uh, body weight stuff, I'm training. Even when I'm sleeping, it's sleep training. When yes. I eat, it's food training. <laughs> Um, full Dragon Ball Z mentality yeah <laughs> when I watch Dragon Ball Z it's Dragon Ball Z watching training oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, I found similar mentalities and uh, I was talking to Gareth about it his mm. his family hosts people because he does judo too okay his family hosts people from Japan who come over and do judo oh really and his brother actually went over there to Japan for like a year and trained with him and when he came back he was like yeah we we do randori all day and just fight and then we have food training where they just make us eat a bunch of food, oh, and then we go back to fighting again. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, sounds that's... like vacation. <laughs> I, was, I, know. I was like, yes, someone else thinks food is training. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, because I know, like, whenever we go to Chipotle, I'm like, oh man, yeah. like, you, you got me going. Like, okay, this burrito, it's gotta be perfect. Yeah, you like, gotta I have perfect burrito tech, man. It can't be sloppy. Like, you gotta. I think you should try to develop yourself. Be the best at everything that you do. Like, be the best that you can at everything that you do. When it's eating a burrito, you gotta have good burrito tech. You can't spill anything. Especially burrito tech. That's, yeah. That's like prime. Yeah, if you, if you spill a bean out of your burrito, you're gonna have a bad training day. Yeah. So, like, my, my next question was gonna be, like, how do you train? But that's pretty, I think you kind of hit that on the head. Yeah. Well, I, it's I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you, you I can go a little mentality, more. But, like, what do you, when you go out, I guess mainly parkour wise, um, um, a lot of times. Like, how do you attack things? Yeah, a lot of times when I go out, uh, most of the time, it's just me finding things that I'm not capable of and trying them over and over and over until yes. one day I am capable or uh and that's a lot of stuff that's a lot of my training I go out and I'm like this jump is further than I can go I'm gonna try it over and over and over and one day I'll get it yes and then besides that I, I like to work a lot of tech mm -hmm. I like if I'm not going for something that's n that I'm not capable of <laughs> if I'm actually capable of it I like doing stuff and trying to stick it really nicely and right. working on my tech and having really nice landings when, when you're going for something that like is there ever do you just feel absolutely like i cannot get this or do you feel like yeah i can get this or is it just kind of like i'm a c and then like honestly i feel like i can get everything i don't know <laughs> i have kind of a weird mentality uh i feel you know when you look at a jump mm -hmm. and you see it um after training for a while you develop that ability where you can look at a jump and you know exactly where you can go. Yeah. Like, you look at a precision and you're like, I can bounce back that, I can stick that, I can overshoot that. Yes. I have two two separate ones. Okay. I, have, <laughs> I have one, I have one that's absurd that sounds 
that makes me sound crazy, where I look at stuff, and I'm like, I look at a building, and I'm like, I can jump on top of there, and it's like 10 stories up, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I can jump that high, and then I, like, I, I break I, these cuffs, yeah, I look at it, and I'm like, I can jump 10 stories, and then I'm like, wait, my body can't do it, and then I have the other one with, with my, with my physical body, where I, I look at like a 10 foot jump, and I'm like, I, I can go that far, nice. and so like, when I look, when I'm doing things that I'm not actually capable of, like where I'm always going out and trying jumps that I can't get yet, mm-hmm. I have that that my physical body, where I'm looking at it and I'm going, all right, I can't jump this far. Like this is farther than I can jump, so I'll just keep trying it. Right. But then I have that other one in my head where I'm like, I can stride out of this, <laughs> like I can go thirty feet further. Right. So I look at that and like in my head, I, in my head I'm like, I can jump thirty feet. Right. I just don't know how to make my body do it. Right. So uh, I guess I'm always trying to make my physical body catch up to that second that second one where yes. I'm like, I can jump way over there. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah, like from, from your last video, The Falling is Living, like yeah. I guess I could totally tell that you're like, ah, I'll try it, I'll, I'll fall on my back, I don't give a shit. And yeah. I, I think that's really awesome because I know that's one thing for me personally. <laughs> I need to get more used to like actually falling on my yeah. ass and being like, okay, well... Like I, is, it's I, important. I, I've used, I, I feel like I used to be not in that, but like lately I've gone back into that whole like, yeah. well, I don't want to fall on my ass. That hurts. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that holds me back a bunch. So yeah. I love it when you guys are just like, okay, well, I'm just going to bounce back on this tree that I probably couldn't even get. It's just, it's natural to not want to fall. Like you don't want to fall because you think yeah. this is going to hurt and I don't want to be hurt. But I think it's important to fall. And the, the falling is living, it's not just literal, it's uh, figurative as well. Yeah. So this is, I think it's important in training to, to fall. If you're not falling, then you're, you, don't, you don't get anywhere. And then it's, it's the same thing in anything else in life. Say, uh, if someone wants to start a business, mm-hmm. um, before they're successful, they're probably going to fail a bunch of times. Yeah. So, and failing is a figurative version of falling. It's right. like you could say, uh, I fell as in I've failed at everything that I tried. <laughs> I fell down to the bottom and right. had to start over. So it's, it's literally unfigurative. Everything in life, if you're not failing at stuff and trying things that you're not yet capable of, um, then it's, it's it's hard to progress and really live and get to where you want to be. Yeah, I guess we, we look at falling or like failing too much as like, yeah. like, oh, I failed, I'm done. Yeah. So that's just, that's not true. No, I mean, you don't want to go out and like kill yourself. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, like constructive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like if like you don't want to go falling over like thirty foot drops and yeah. stuff and onto your head, but I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, if you can take that drop, then sure, go ahead. Yeah. We're not all bow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, bosses like him. Don't be reckless with your body and with your life, but mm-hmm. other than that, falling is important. That's true. No, I agree. All right, so uh, you went to Spain. I did. So. I, if you, I guess you being the microphone, I'm talking to the microphone now. If you haven't seen Caleb's Spain video, go watch it. Like pause this <laughs> and go watch it, and then come back here. All right, they're back. So, um, dude, that seemed like how long were you there for? Uh, I was there for six weeks. Dang. And where where did you go? Uh, first, I went to Vigo. Mm-hmm. I was there for a month, and then I just went and spent two weeks in Barcelona before coming home. Okay, cool. So Vigo for like four weeks. Yeah. Nice. I was there for a while. <laughs> Did you know, um, like going in, like I, I know the story, but I'm not <laughs> ask it like I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, so did did you know, like going in, did you have a plan? <laughs> not really. I originally I wanted to move there, but I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. My original plan was I got out of school 
and I'd been waiting forever to get out of school because I hated it. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to move to Spain. And I tried really hard to move there, but I didn't have a visa. I can't get work there. And the only other option was like have $75,000 a year or something. You had to have like $75,000 a year income. Damn. And I was like, well, can't do that. <laughs> so I was like, I guess I'll just go. Yeah, I was like, I guess I'll just go for a while. And I guess you can't stay more than three months okay. without a visa. So I went for a month and a half. And then uh, I didn't know anyone in Vigo at all. I just, I saw it in Gup videos. Yeah, so. dude, it's in the, the GUP videos, and those guys were freaking... Yeah. And, so I just bought a ticket, spots, and I was like, I'm going to fly there. That's, that's so awesome. Yeah. Like, respect for that. So, like, how did you find training partners when you were there? Um, when I got to Vigo, I was like, I found this, like, really... Or, I guess I, I booked it before I went. I booked it when I booked my flight. Mm-hmm. This, like, really small, uh, crappy hotel, and stayed there. And, uh... I spent the first week in Vigo, just, I think it was the first five days I was there. I walked probably, I probably walked like five miles every day. Wow. I, I spent like, I think I spent six to eight hours walking every mm-hmm. day, and I just walked all of Vigo my first week there, and like I saw some spots, like I saw like one or two spots, and at first I didn't even recognize them because they were, I was on the opposite side of where oh, they okay. trained, and they were just like random spots that have been in past videos that they don't go to very often. Uh-huh. But, like, I found these spots, and I was like, oh, here's some stuff I could do here. I didn't even know other people had trained there before. And then uh, on the fifth day, or, you know, the fourth day, I found a spot that I recognized. Uh, it's the church they train at. They call it La Iglesia. Okay. And uh, I found that, and I was like, oh, man, this is in all the, all the gut videos. There have to be other spots here. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to come back tomorrow, and I'm going to train here and find some other stuff. So then I came back the next day, and I trained there for a while. And then I just took, like, a short little walk, like, a couple more blocks up, and I was going to head back to my hotel. And when I was walking back, I saw this, like, this little kid. He's probably maybe 10 or 11 years old, and he was uh-huh. training. And I went up and asked him if he did parkour, and I asked him <laughs> if I could train with him. So then I trained with him for, like, an hour. In Spanish, right? Yeah, in okay. Spanish. <laughs> and then uh, I trained with him for, like, an hour. And then after that hour, probably, like, 20 different people showed up. I guess they meet at 5 o'clock every day. Oh, so, okay. I, once they hit five, like 20 different people showed up and I met all these people that trained there. And then from there on, from there, they just introduced me to everyone and took me around to all the spots. Nice. So yeah, it was like, I was like five days in before I met my first person to train with. I think that's so awesome. Like, that, like it's one of those things, like, I feel like it's so scared to just kind of scary to go in and do that and be like, Oh, I'm just going to go find someone. Like, yeah. Screw you. I'm going to do it. And, and you freaking did that. And that's so, that's just so awesome, man. Yeah. Um, what, so like how many people would you say in Vigo, like training Active training? Yeah. Um, somewhere around, maybe, it's hard to tell. I'd say somewhere, everyday training, probably at least somewhere around 50 people. Wow. And then Same act- people? Yeah, same okay. people every day. And then I'd say like actively training throughout Vigo, maybe not every day, but just like throughout, mm-hmm. uh, maybe up to 100, 150 people. It's nice. like there are a lot of them. And it was crazy because I was training with, there were like two different groups I trained with. I trained with the Guff guys a lot, and then I trained with, uh, the. there's another group that trains there. I think their channel is Across Guys, yeah. and they're really good too. Yeah. By Guff, he means a GUP, if yeah. you don't know. Or like, you know, GUP, Guff, whatever you, like, Galician however you project. say if you, if you don't know who they are, then just yeah. stop listening to this. <laughs> Why are you here? No, okay. Yeah. But, uh, but sorry, I train, keep going. I trained with them a lot, so there would be like... I think every day there were at least 10 of us like for That's the majority awesome. of the days and sometimes like 
10, 15, 20 people. How training. big is Vigo? Like, it's it's not that big. Cause, really? I mean, it's I think I can walk across the whole place in like a couple hours. Oh, wow. From where I was, I could walk. I, I think I was like kind of near the middle. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, but I could walk to one side of it in like three or four hours, and the other way in like two or three hours. That's, that's but it, it's actually pretty small. I think it's probably smaller than Orlando. Wow. <laughs> a lot crazy. smaller, probably. Yeah, actually way smaller than Orlando. All <laughs> the roads here. Yeah, it's, it's actually really tiny. But, um, no, I remember we talked about this earlier, and I just really wanted to hit on this. Like the, So, training in Spain versus training in America. Like, it's so much different. <laughs> <laughs> like, not just not just for the spots. <laughs> yeah, no, just, the spots were amazing. There were yeah, so many. Of course, yeah. Uh, for one, you have so many more people over there. Mm-hmm. Like, when... For instance, with how many people there were, if I was training with like my ten to fifteen people I was with that day, when we would change spots, you'd like walk around a corner and walk to another spot, and you'd pass another group of ten people, and then you'd turn to the right and walk down another street and pass another group of ten people, and there were even like there were these little kid groups Sounds too. Like heaven. Yeah, like there were little groups of like ten to fifteen little kids yeah. like, between like eight and twelve years old. Uh-huh. And these kids were like little beasts, and they'd. Like, we'd be walking to somewhere, uh-huh. and they'd just walk by us and be like, what's up, guys? We're going over here to train. And, uh, so I was at the, the communities, they take you in really well. They, they're really, like, when I got there, they just took me in. They were like, oh, we're going to take you to all the spots, and we're going to take you and let you eat with our families. And oh, man. Training, uh, over here, training is, uh, we train a lot different. Yeah. There's uh, a lot more building up to things. Like, you'll see people doing a lot of the same stuff all the time and then they're like oh this day i'm gonna go hit this big thing or this day i'm gonna go hit this this big jump and yeah, they'll do it that I'm one time definitely guilty of that <laughs> yeah i mean me too i used to train like that all the time i would be like oh, on wednesday i'm gonna go hit this big jump and then oh we wouldn't do it again yeah like, there's, like there's jumps in past videos i have that i haven't done since yeah and when i was over there it was like uh, i've seen stuff in their videos like these big jumps that they do mm-hmm. and i was like oh man that's that must have been a big thing to work up to and then when i get there it's they do it every day. It's just the the biggest jumps you see in the video that you think are like a big deal to them. They yeah. do it. They they uh, they practice it repeatedly. Like they'll do the same thing like twenty times every day. Just huge jumps that you think are massive, and then and not just that. They'll do anything like small jumps, big jumps. They don't care what the difference is. They'll That's just so cool. yeah. They'll do anything and they'll just do it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So like even if it's their max jump, mm-hmm. like scary with a death drop on the other side, they'll just do it every day and stick it over and over <laughs> and, Dang, and they become really comfortable that way yeah like they'll do these kong pre's like at, at the the church the first spot i found it's the walls mm-hmm. there's one wall that's like chest height and the second wall that you kong to it's like the lowest point is mm-hmm. maybe 12 feet off the ground the highest point is maybe like 20 25 feet off the ground oh, wow. and they'll like they start out on the low end and they'll kong pre that which is with a drop, and then when it gets up to the high one, it's level. It's like it's only like nine feet level, maybe. Right. But they'll just concrete and stick it with that like twenty five foot drop on the other side, and they'll do it over and over. Like they don't, they just train that big stuff all the time. It's nice. Uh, they don't see a difference really. What's uh? What would you say like the uh, the difference in ego? <laughs> there is none there. They have I mean, no, like between I mean, U.S. and. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like oh. in in Spain, they have no ego. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, like over here, I see a, a lot of people wanting to be the best. And like, you can go to a jam here, mm-hmm. and you'll see like that people don't have to say it. You see that mentality where like, oh, I'm better. Or like, you just go to a jam in, in the first the hour. First, yeah, the first, first like, hour, hour where everyone's like, that's like the proving yeah, time. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's like 
competing, like yeah. very passive aggressively. Like someone does something, they're like, "Oh, I can do it too," and like, like everyone's like going super hard, mm-hmm. even doing things that they shouldn't be doing and like hurting themselves. Yeah. You go to an American gym, there's ten people hurt in the first hour. Yeah, the uh, the first hour, I'm, I'm always like, because uh, yeah. it's like I'm not the greatest. I get that, but like I'll go. I'll never forget. I went to like the San Antonio gym, and we went and, like first hour. Everyone, I'm just gonna warm up. It was yeah. cold. It was winter. <laughs> I'm warming up, and I'm looking at this rail, and this kid comes over and starts teaching me how to do a rail precision, and I'm like. I'm just warming up. <laughs> like, immediately, I'm being schooled by somebody, yeah. and I didn't even ask for it, and that's just... It was... Yeah, man. <laughs> over there, everyone's... They're really humble. They're all really nice. Like, they <sighs> they just take you in. They don't compete with each other. They're really supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. Like, another, that's another difference in the training, too. Like, over here, uh, a lot of times you'll see everyone sitting down watching one person, and then, like, everyone will sit down and watch someone else yeah when i was over there like what it was a huge difference a huge shock or a difference to me at first because i was trying something and then like someone else was trying something different warming up and uh, i was expecting it to be more like that um but i ended up hitting a bunch of stuff that i, I looked at a bunch of stuff and i was like i'm gonna do this eventually before i leave and i ended up hitting it all that day wow. because uh, i met falsky that day and he was kind of like taking us to the spots yeah. and we got there and he was like alright everyone's doing this now and I was like what everybody <laughs> <laughs> what did I sign up for <laughs> yeah and that, that's something I try to bring back with like the people we train with is like uh-huh. let's all do this let's all do this because that first day I saw like like there was a Kong Cat I wanted to do mm-hmm. but it was kind of scary to me and he was like, let's, let's all do this. And I was like, all of us? And he was like, yeah, we're all doing it now. And then everyone was just like, oh, I'm so going like to like do it. So like that, that blows me away because like when they do that, it's like, let's say you'd have like what you say, like 30 people there. Yeah. So like suddenly it's like, oh, let's all do this. Mm-hmm. But like it's more of a like, like a cheering each other on. Like, yeah. Oh, like you can do it. Let's do it. Right? Like, yeah. It's like a, it's a group mentality. <laughs> that's crazy to me because like if we, like I feel like if we try to do that and like I definitely can think of actual examples of this. Like, where I train, it just turns into this big, like, passive-aggressive fest yeah. where people are just like, well, I can't do that. Or it's like, well, you're judging me because I can't do that. Or, like, why would you make me do that? And I'm even guilty of this myself. Like, I can think of times where I'd be, like, in New York with Jesse, and I'd be like, dude, I can't do that. I'm too, yeah. I'm too big for this. And I get all <laughs> mad because I feel like I'm being judged. But that's just not the case. And yeah, I mean, it's when they do that, it's not, not necessarily every single person does it right because you know there's different skill levels like i was when i was training there there were people who had just started mm-hmm. so like they'd be like oh we're all doing this now and all the people would go and then like it took me a second to hit to hit it and they're like oh you're gonna do it right and i was like oh, yeah I'm, i guess everyone else is doing it i'm doing it yeah and then uh i Fosky was like here you can test it right here and then i tested it and i was like all right I can, i'm gonna do it now and then i went for it then there was another guy that wanted to do it that was scared of it and he had just started mm-hmm. uh like not right then he'd been training for a couple months yeah and uh, he didn't do it, but he like he looked at it and then like Fosky had him testing it in different areas and he had him like standing cat to it and then like look at the drop and like was helping him work up to it. So even though he didn't actually do it, he like looked at doing it and tried to get himself to do it. And at the end of it, it was like all right, next time, next time I'll come back and do it. Nice. So like, even though he didn't do it, that's still different because right. here you never, you very rarely see people be like, hey, let's all do this, let's all try this now. And whenever they do do it. A lot of people just won't even look at stuff. It's, oh, I'm not doing that. Uh, I yeah, can't do that. <laughs> I, I'm guilty of that. Or someone's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm doing this. Yeah. You're in my way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my way, man. Jeez. Yeah. But I, I like that a lot because it made me do a lot of things because mm-hmm. we all did that. And then as soon as we did that, he was like, oh, let's all do this now. Let's all do this now. Let's all do this other thing now. Let's all try this. And so I was just constantly trying all these things just because 
like the whole group was just trying it together. So even though I was like scared of some of it, it was like, all right, everyone's doing it. I guess I can do it too. I'm gonna try yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like personally, one of my best training days that I've had in the last couple of months was when you came back yeah. <laughs> from Spain and you you came up to Georgia and you were just like do this do that and it was like you're pushing this aura on me I was like wow okay like, <laughs> I did like three things that day that I never even thought of doing and they were like in my backyard and I was yeah. like oh okay and that was, that was such a good day and I can't imagine four weeks of that yeah. <laughs> like, that, is, that just sounds great yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't man that sounds awesome yeah, and they're always all of them try everything together mm-hmm. and it's very, very it's very rare that you see like one person do something and everyone else sitting and watching Tucker, what are you there. doing? <laughs> every time, every time you do this, uh-huh. I can hear it through the thing. Okay, so I'm just like I won't do that then. <laughs> I see you over there, like looks like you're like dancing. I was, I was like, is that that? Yeah, that's. The I'm like, do I need to know something? <laughs> sorry, sorry, behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> You're my heroes. Shut up, just get out. <laughs> uh, amazing Tucker receiving, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, but um, and Nikki's here too. Yay! Um, <laughs> so uh, we're not alone. No, but um, that's awesome, dude. So yeah. Spain sounds like it was, it's it like, was it's hard really for me to for explain how, like, explain everything that I experienced. I try to say it, but I end up random, uh, rambling a lot. No, the ramble's good. That's yeah. that's. that's yeah, I try really hard to explain like what it was like, but it's just it's really difficult to explain how it was. I guess you kind of have to experience it. I guess. No, yeah. Like I feel like the best experiences should be yeah. hard to explain. Yeah. I remember like, whenever I co- I came back from Japan when I went back in two thousand nine, and someone texted me like, "How was it?" And I'm like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" Good. People would text me while I was there. And they're like, "How's Spain?" And I was like, "It's Spain." <laughs> I guess. You can't, you can't, if that's a. Uh, Let's, let's, let's make a rule right now. Never text someone how their vacation's going if it's like a life-changing <laughs> vacation because they're going to say either good or eh, like, okay, that's dumb. But uh, so that's awesome, man. So that definitely changed your training. Um, yeah, so you also went to Singapore this year. You and Nikki both went. Yeah. How, how was that? Singapore was also awesome. Very similar to Spain. Actually. How long were you there? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks? Awesome. Yeah, it was really similar to Spain. Same mentality, same... Everywhere we went, that let's all try this. Let's all try this. Let's oh, all man. do this. I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here that I really don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Question. Tucker's got his hand raised. What's okay, up? Okay, so if you could say one thing to American communities that they need to kind of work on, as far as like to be, you're obviously internationally yeah. experienced now. Uh-huh. Like, seen really good groups training and they obviously know what they're doing so if you could say one thing to to American communities what would it be? Um, I'd probably just get rid of the ego like nice. be humble because that's, that's the huge difference I've seen like mm-hmm. th- there's just so much ego here and it, I mean it's hard to explain because you say that and a lot of people are like oh we're not we don't have a lot of ego there's, that's just certain people oh, they do. like something I've noticed here we have these people with big egos, mm-hmm. and then they get in big fights with everyone, and then like it just it makes everyone just get in arguments with each other, and then like the people with the huge egos are telling everyone else they have huge egos, and then the people who are like trying to make everyone be humble are trying to tell them to have to get rid of their egos, and then it's all just everyone's calling everyone egotistical, and everyone thinks they're the best, and everyone thinks they know the right thing. Yeah, but I know it's like. In Singapore and Spain, they both did this because um, they have huge groups of people there. So there's, yeah. so there's a lot of them. Um, 
if there there there's very rarely someone who had a big ego who wasn't very humble and tr- mm-hmm. just trained hard and worked hard for things and just it was very very rare to see someone with a big ego and someone who didn't just train hard and enjoy themselves uh-huh. um but when they did you have 150 people or 200 people in either Spain and Singapore training yeah. so when someone was like that what which is what they told us they would be like oh when we see someone like that we scold them in Singapore they were like oh yeah this kid you know he's been training for like a year but he started getting really egotistical and really cocky so we all scolded him but now he's you know he's being humble again (laughs) and like the same thing in Spain like there was there would be like one or two kids maybe that were kind of new and uh they were kind of they started getting a little cocky or egotistical and they'd be like oh yeah we scolded them and you know now they're good. Now we have fun training together. Wow! Well, like you try that here, and you're no. like, yo, you guys just calm down, get to be humble. And they're like, what? You're telling me to be humble? I am humble. I hate you. You're you're the worst person. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Dang man. Yeah, that's. I, I feel like it's the ego thing too. Yeah. It's I, I've seen so much of that, and like I said, I'm not trying to sound like oh I'm not like everyone else. No, I, I've definitely been there. Um, honestly. Like, I've been training for, what, five and a half years at this point? Mm-hmm. Let's just say five, make me feel better. But um, <laughs> I've been training for, like, five years, and, and I feel like I just started enjoying myself on a different level lately because I had this, like, not like epiphany, but, like, one day <laughs> I was like, you know what? I am not going to be the best in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and Basically. I have to deal with this. And, and ever since then, I was just like, I'm like, okay. You yeah. know, like, uh, training's better because i don't feel like i'm trying to like win it is. and yeah. and i just that ego man it's crazy especially going to like jams nowadays where, where it's just like everyone's trying to top each other everyone's trying yeah. to be better like people are starting these teams together but it's weird because they're starting these teams but they're saying they're not competitive but yeah. the whole idea is to be better than other people yeah and it's just like okay it, that's a that's another thing like we go to jams here mm-hmm. and like Maybe you're not coming out openly and saying I'm the best. Maybe you're not coming out openly and saying that you all suck and I'm better. And like maybe you're not openly making your ego known to everyone. Maybe you're not openly just being a cocky prick to everyone. Mm-hmm. But you go to these jams and you see people like trying to one up each other. And yeah. in the first hour of the jam, everyone's just like showing off, proving themselves. And you have that mentality. But the thing is, there are so many people who are good. Yeah. And like you don't. You don't even realize. I started realizing it before I left to Spain mm-hmm. because I started seeing just these random videos of people I'd never heard of who were just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But then when I got to Spain, I really realized it because, you know, you have DUP mm-hmm. who pretty much everyone knows, yeah. and they're just insanely good. They're like rid- so ridiculously good. Yeah. Good. So you see them and you're like, oh, DUP is so good. They're ridiculously good. One day I want to be at their level. But what you don't know is there's a hundred other kids in Vigo in their same exact city, this tiny little city, and they're all almost as good as GUP. Wow. Almost the same level. Like I got there Gary. and I got there and I was like, GUP, I was like, they're so they're so good. They've always been my favorite group of people to watch. And I was like, I can't wait to train with these guys. They're so ridiculously good. But then I met all these other people and I was like, Oh my god, all these kids <laughs> are so good. And like the only difference in them. And GP is they don't have the same experience level. They haven't been training as long. So, like, there's probably a group of maybe 50 kids that are maybe a year behind where GP is right now. Mm-hmm. And a year behind GP is absurdly good. <laughs> like, I'm probably, I feel like I'm 
five years behind their skill level right wow. now. <laughs> yeah, you're so like, me. I, yeah, I got there and I was like, I knew that there were so many people getting good, but then I got there and I was like, all right, there's like a hundred people right now who are just insanely good. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think you're good and you want to go out and prove yourself and act like you're the best, you haven't like, you need to realize there's yeah, you, people you, you, everywhere who are just insane and you just haven't heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, I feel like it's a, it's a stupid goal. It's yeah, a, it is. It's basically a stupid goal to be like, I'm just going to be better yeah. than everyone. Cause it's like, you don't even know who everyone and, is like. Singapore is the same way. When we went there, yeah, like I knew CP and some people from his videos, and that was about it. So I knew like I'd seen like two or three people, and I was like, oh man, some of those Singapore guys are beasts. Mm-hmm. I got to Singapore, and the first time we actually saw like the whole community together, there were like two hundred of them, and they were all just like, they were all just ridiculous. There was this running pre that I was trying during the day, and like the wall, one wall's level is or one wall's flat, and the other one like goes up higher all oh. the way down. Yeah. So I was trying this running pre upwards that was like, I don't know, it was kind of high up and it was pretty big and I couldn't get it. I just kept craning it and I was on the low side. I just kept craning it yeah. every time. And then at night, the whole community showed up. There were like 200 of them and they all they were all like, oh, let's all do this together. And they all just got in a line. There were like 30 people in a line and they would all, they went to the high side. I was on the low side. They went to the high side yeah. and they were like, we're all running preing it now. And they all did the running pre. And then they're like, now let's all running dash it. Now let's all dive Kong it. Now let's all running clear and cat the next wall. And so like, they all went to the high side and all did the dash, the dive Kong cat, the wow. clear cat, the just everything. Mm-hmm. And it was way harder than the little running pre I was trying. Oh, wow. And the, it wasn't just one or two of them. It was... Like 30 of them? Yeah. Dude. So... <laughs> it's just like, I feel like... <laughs> These kids are just like maniacs, and like not, not like in a bad way, you know. What I mean, there's just it, you want to be like, wow, they just must be good over there. But it's it just seems like that they just really encourage each other. They you know? do, they do, and that's that's a huge deal. That and a lot I of know, it, I feel like I feel like we miss that a lot here. Like yeah. I mean, I've I've been to a lot of different communities in our country. Um, I actually, I really shouldn't say a lot. Yeah, I, I've been to a couple. Um, and but whenever I go, you know, it's always refreshing to see new people. But I always do feel that whole you know, competitive aspect where we're yeah. all like secretly, passively being like, I hope he doesn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I get that first. And that's always like, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> I feel, especially some of the newer generation of people, uh-huh. I feel like make a lot of excuses for their behavior and their training. Mm-hmm. Like excuses for having really sloppy tech or just not being very nice to other people. Yeah. <laughs> and for things like, tech i've seen a lot of the younger kids coming up that are like they'll do something like maybe they'll do like a precision and land straight heels and like you try to help them you're like hey maybe uh, try try using this tech and try uh, landing like this will mm-hmm. be it'll you'll have nice landings it'll be better for you mm-hmm. and they're like no i'm i'm pretty good they're like i'm i'm really good to only be 17 <laughs> and like we have that mentality in america where you see a 17-year-old, and they're like, oh, and you're like, man, that kid's really good because he's doing something. <laughs> but, like, we, the kid we stayed with in Singapore, mm-hmm. he's 14 years old, and he was hitting all the jumps <laughs> that I was hitting. And then there was this one, that was like, a 15-foot jump. Uh, it was, like, a weird running pre uh, that a lot of the guys there do. Mm-hmm. And he's been training, I think, a year or two now. Mm-hmm. So he's getting to the level where he like, wants to hit it. And I wanted to hit it when I was there. And we tried to commit for it so hard, and I just I couldn't commit for it. It was just sketching me out. So you just running craned it, and just like running, stuck one foot out and just hit it. And then you running craned it like three times. And it was like I'm gonna come back 
like tomorrow or maybe next week and I'm gonna hit this nice. I was like this little 14 year old kid and he committed way harder for this huge running jump than I did wow and he was like man I need to get really he was like I need to get so much better I'm not committing very well he's like I He's like, my tech isn't good enough. I really need to work on my landings. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, you just went for this huge jump. I, I couldn't even commit for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then over here, you try to, like, help a kid with his, with his tech or, like, tell him to work on it or something. He's like, no, nah, I'm really good to be 17. See, like, that that blows me away because, like, that we – and, like, I'm not saying I, I haven't seen it. No, I've definitely seen it. Um Where, like, you know, you try to give advice and people just, like, will throw it away. Like, that's yeah. so – Ah, oh, that hurts. Because, like, like, I remember, like, I put up a video last week. Um, I did this climb up. I don't know if you saw the video. Yeah. I was so proud of this video. Because <laughs> she's doing a climb up in this random alleyway by, by Chipotle. But I'm so happy because, like, I did, like, one of the first legit climb ups yeah. like, of my life. And, like, not, like, lucky. Like, I was like, I know I can do this. And I did it. So I got out my camera and I filmed it. And, like, randomly, a lot of friends commented on it. And some of them were even, like, like Ryan Ford was on there. And he's like, yeah. hey, do this, do that. And I was just, like, so happy yeah. <laughs> that Ryan Ford took time out of his day to give me tech help. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's just, like, I don't know. Like, the fact that someone would be, like, <laughs> I, might, I might sound like double standard right now because I was telling that story earlier where that kid was trying to help me with the rail precision. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like those are two different things. If not, I'm just a dick. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean... Stop not making noise, jeez! Oh my gosh, you hit you hit Caleb's weight rack that he has in his living room. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, I'm not trying to like bash Americans no, or just like say that Americans are horrible, but it's just trends that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they're there now. It's... There are there are good Americans now. There are way more than ever now. We have a lot of really good Americans coming up, and, and even the younger kids. There's a lot of younger kids coming up. They're really good, but we just have this. American and, and the funny thing about that too is I've noticed this in both parkour and in art school where the best people are modest yeah, like they they're are. humble they're they're great like like what Max Henry like Danny Danny nice Dylan. Dylan oh my gosh <laughs> like the list goes on and then these guys are so nice like you they hang are. out with them and they're just positive they'll help you out <laughs> they're so good though yeah. and like I don't understand when people see that and go like yeah I'm gonna be like that except a jerk and it's like <laughs> no what, what are you doing like because that's how like art school was it's like like no joke we have these some students that were just like freaking amazing it's yeah. like who are you you're a machine you're a monster and they're like no no it's no yeah. like my work's okay and, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, other people come in, and their work's terrible, and they're like, I'm the best. And they're like, no, <laughs> you're not. And I don't, so. It's not even just the parkour community. I think it's just part of American culture. Mm-hmm. It's these egos and stuff are just part of our culture. I don't really know why, yeah. how it started, but I just notice it more here. America. And everything. Like, mm. So... <laughs> you recently started Rilla Hops. Yeah. You want to talk a bit about that? Uh, it's just our team here in Florida. It's, or I guess in Orlando mm-hmm. and Tampa for Jeff. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> I and it's, it's me, Gareth, Jeff, Nikki, Lorena, and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just like our really close group of friends that we all train together and like pushing each other and progressing. And uh, we really just want to be able to do the things we love and the goal of Rilla Hops was kind of to take our skills and abilities and try to use them uh, to get us into a position where we can do the things we love and make a, a life out of it yeah dude and I love that yeah cause uh, like the last years of my life I've been training really hard and 
I really want to just be able to travel around and do stuff that I like doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, getting opportunities is difficult. And so I kind of realized that no one's just going to give you opportunities. Like, no one's going to just hand you the opportunities just because you train hard. Yeah. So uh, I decided if no one's going to just hand me any opportunities, then I'll just make them myself. So we put the team together and started working really hard and training a lot and just trying to get ourselves into a position to where we can do this for a living. <laughs> That's awesome. You um yeah you guys were doing pretty legit. Like when did you start that? Um, I mean we we decided we were gonna do it like my last week is in Spain, which mm-hmm. is like April I think. Okay. Uh, I was talking to Jeff and Gareth on Facebook, mm-hmm. and then we kind of started working on everything. I guess also April when I came back because mm-hmm. as soon as I got back from Spain the next day we drove down to Florida to meet up with Gareth and Lorena and it was yeah. just like we're doing this yeah so I guess in April is when we really start working on everything <laughs> like I I have like a confession to make like <laughs> I like when you started it it just like happened so fast and I was so worried I was like he's going to this headstrong like is it gonna work out and I was like a little like I was a little hesitant like I wasn't like it was gonna fail I was just like well I mean I don't know he's going a little headstrong and then like you were totally just like, no, it's working. And now, now it's like working. Like it's like it's happening because, and because you went at it so yeah. much. Because you were like, you can't no, go halfway. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And because you had that, like I feel like it really shows and other people see it. They're like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It really comes across as a thing. And that's so awesome. Like, yeah. that's just, like I love seeing that. And so I was really happy about it. I'm like, yeah, it's happening. And then like I look at myself, I'm like, that's something I could learn from. Yeah. <laughs> I need to stop being like, oh, well, when I'm ready, I'll go full speed. I need to yeah. be like, no, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And I, so I, I respect that yeah, a lot. Thanks. Um, and the thing is, you, just, you can't go halfway to things. Yeah. Like, if you want this to be your life, then you have to work hard at it, mm-hmm. put everything you have into it. Yeah. You, you have, so you have two girls on your team, and yeah. I, I have to say they're awesome. They are. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> God, I, I actually don't even want to talk about this. I feel like I'll just be labeled as, like, a sexist. But, like, like I mean, I'm not going to say anything. Like, it's just, I, I feel so scared when I talk about, like, gender Girl. things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, someone's going to be like, what does he know? But, no, I mean, like, Nikki, you and Lorena are, like, doing some awesome stuff in the videos. It, it's cool to see you guys really pushing it. So, props to that. Yeah. 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 Thanks for not being stereotypical. Yeah. Don't say that. We're going to yell that. I'm kidding. Hardcore girls. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> no, okay. So, like, obviously, girls can do everything guys can. Yes, I'm not they can. saying that. Yes, they can. You're right. Um, but no. I feel like there's I feel like there's a problem with uh, the community as far as, like, girls training like guys. They should... I think it's harder for girls to commit for things like that guys do mm-hmm. because guys in general can jump further you know everyone knows that like it's just a thing guys are stronger than girls like that's just how it is or mo- in most cases right right you know so and a lot of girls don't train so when you're training with guys girls like take a step back because they mm-hmm. just they do not think that they can do the same thing right and Lorena and I were lucky enough to be dating two guys <laughs> that just, that don't see it like that yeah like Caleb and Gareth both think that we should be able to do yeah. exactly what they can do you know if we can't precision like, something we should be able to cat it mm-hmm. you know at least at least to that level. Yeah. And so that's how Lorena and I train. Yeah, it's really that's exciting seeing, do. like, you guys and, like, Tam and how, like, Tam, some of these yeah. girls are really yeah. just being like, no, like, we're not going to train lighter. Yeah, Tam like, of the camp's killing And it. just, like, they're, <laughs> they're going as hard and it's really showing people. I feel like people are really seeing it being like, wow, like, 
Yeah. I like girls can do anything and guys him, can do, and that's she awesome. She is also dating <laughs> <laughs> a really good Canadian. Okay, who, so who so if I want to be better, too. you're telling me to date a guy. <laughs> date okay, and then I put myself on the market. <laughs> Brian, can I was taken. Dang it! I'm gonna steal Kayla from you. No. Her, the the other girl up there is dating Mish, Mish right? Yeah. Is um, Tan dating someone too? I thought that's what you said. Is it, I don't <laughs> know. She is. I think she she's dating um. I know, I know. I haven't met any of the Canadians. No, so. I, I know. He's, he's really awesome. I'm Sorry, just, the Tim. name is legit escaping me right now. Yeah. And I'm just having one of those moments. Yeah. So, very no, sorry. We, the, the, you know, the three of us were lucky enough to come in contact with guys who can yeah. push us. I who know how to push us. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the way girls have been training, mm-hmm. which uh, you see a lot of girls training in this very gymnastic It looks like they're just doing gymnastics outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a few girls who have been really good. But in general, for the most part, you see a lot of girls training and they're just doing like little gymnastic-y things outside and spinning around in circles. Mm-hmm. I think the, the guys in the community are responsible for a lot of it because I see a lot of girls who want to get into parkour. Mm-hmm. And I see when they come in, guys, uh, guys take them in and they're like, oh, okay, you're a girl, so you're going to jump on these stairs. Oh, like, yeah. don't, don't, don't do the precisions, jump on the stairs. And so they have these girls do like these little two-foot jumps upstairs and they're like, okay, you're a girl. Um, we're going to go over here and do the big jumps. You walk around on this rail all day. And wow. then they're yeah. like, yeah, and they're like, okay, we're, we're the guys, so we're going to do these big fly missions. Like, I have seen that yeah. in front of my face. So, <laughs> and things like that. They're like, we're the guys, we're going to do these big plow missions. What you're going to do is spin around in circles on this rail and then, like, run around in circles over here and do really easy, low-impact stuff. I feel like that would just put me down. Though. Yeah. Like, it, it would make me want to quit. Yeah, and like, a lot of girls do quit. A lot of girls yeah. quit really quickly. I mean, to try to relate, I guess, like, coming in, when I came in, I was just, like, lanky. Yeah. I was heavy, and I was lanky, and I couldn't do much, and then people would try to be like, well, you probably couldn't do this, and then, like, that sucks. Yeah. No one wants to hear so that. I feel no like guys are responsible yeah. for a lot of it in the community, because, like, when Nikki and Lorena started, um, obviously, I don't want them to just start throwing huge things, right. because they haven't trained before. I don't know. Jump twice. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> it's impossible to jump two times in a row. <laughs> well, like, I've been there. I guess I started Nikki out like low impact. So I started out like on curbs, and I was like, "All right, you're gonna try, try to jump to this curb. Try this like doing little stride missions across the mm-hmm. like find two curbs. Try to hit it in two strides. Try to hit it in one stride. Yeah. Stuff like that." And I was like, "All right, you're building up some strength now. Now let's start doing trying to do some real precision. Start." Uh, Try to do this precision here. See, let's find out where your max is. Let's find out how far you can go. And then after a little while of training, after she got stronger and built up her body some and started getting more confident, uh, said, "All right, now you're getting to the point where you're you're progressing, and you've gotten to a really good level now. And the thing is, like, a lot of stuff that you can do is going to be really small right. because you're like she's at the that level where everything is either." so small that it's just it, it doesn't really help her progress right. or it's just like really big for her and so I was like well now now that you're <laughs> now that you're really starting to do really well in your training and starting to progress and your body's getting strong uh, I want you to look at every jump that I look at because like if I look at a jump even if you can't do it, it doesn't matter if you go for it. I want you to look at it. If yeah, I... I cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just part of the thing. I cry all the time, too. <laughs> we, like, even if I, if I look at... Mm-hmm. Say I look at a max jump for myself. If I look at some this my max running jump, I still want her to look at it just to, just to see what it looks like. Just mm-hmm. to feel what it feels like to look at it. Yeah. And like, 
if I can standing jump something, then she she can try to running jump it. Right. If I do a running pre, maybe she can run and cat it. And I actually did a running jump that you can't even make. Yeah, Ooh. I can't. <laughs> so uh, fighting word. Yeah, so now now <laughs> now she's leveled up. She's got to go even harder now. And I don't want to do it's that. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> you. That, like, that's how you. I feel like you you have a really good effect on people when you train people. I remember. When what was that? 2011. When you had me in that tree for 10 minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're like you're gonna jump from this branch to this branch. And I was like, Caleb, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and you're like, Well, you can't come down. And I was like, oh. <laughs> And I was like, I don't want to disappoint him. I was in that tree for like 10 minutes, dude. And then I finally did the jump, and I was like, That was not that bad. Dude. Yeah, I can vouch for that. He he got me doing some stuff today that um, I looked at and I was like, uh, I don't know about this, Caleb. And he's like, You can do this. And I'm like. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, crap, I didn't know. <laughs> and then I did it, and I was like, I did that. What else can I do? So like, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. Yes, dude, that's awesome. He's really good at finding ways to push you. I, I just know. have to take that home. I just, I don't know. I, don't know. I like pushing people because I mean, I see how much people can do. I see the a lot of times when I see people train stuff, I see that they can easily do stuff and. So I think it's good to try to help find some way to help find some way to help you overcome it. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, I think girls should train like guys. I think girls should strength train like guys. They should yeah. do everything just like guys. And like and like beyond <laughs> girls too. I feel like that's applied for like everybody. There's a lot it of is. different sizes yeah. and shapes, and I I feel like sometimes we're told to train differently. And yeah, it's no. cool. That's kind of like what I'm doing. Like I'm like yeah. I'm six nine, and people are like, "You should be playing basketball," and I'm like, "Fuck you!" And yeah. <laughs> and no, I should be jumping. I'm so mature. Well. No. The, the thing so. is, like, yeah, for for certain people, you might have to train differently if you have some something going on. Like maybe you have an injury, or uh, maybe you have problems with your body that you need to overcome first. Maybe you need to build up some fundamental strength and fundamental mm-hmm. abilities. Yeah. But once you get past that, like. You, everyone can train the same. Yeah. You can train the same jumps that I train, just like Nikki can train the same jumps that I train. Taco can train the same jumps that I train. Maybe we can't all go the same distances or uh, hit the same stride plyo missions or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can look at everything that I look at the at the least. Um, you can try some variation of yeah. everything that I try, and I can try the some same var- uh, some variation of everything that everyone else tries. And yeah. Attempt is different than zero. Yeah. And even looking at stuff, like, I found, if I just look at stuff and think about doing it and what I have to do to get to the point to do it, it helps me progress. Nice. Well, dude, that's awesome. How long have we been going? Uh, 52 minutes. Okay, so let's, I guess, try to keep it around an hour, so, um, let's get a little bit of chat at the end. What, so get a little topical, (laughs) um, Chaps came out two days ago, Chaps on Tour 2013. (sighs) Go oh, watch yeah. it. Your thoughts. <laughs> Probably the best video of the year. It's so good. I want, I want that to be my life. <laughs> Dude, like that's... Uh, Chops is this, this giant adventure. They have such a good life. I feel like when, <laughs> you know the video is good when it's 15 minutes and the only thing I can say is, oh, it's over. Like, <laughs> I know. You know, that's exactly how I felt with Store Summer and the other Chaps and That was, that was and, my comment on the video. I don't want to watch it because I don't want it to end. <laughs> dude, we're like seeing the promos. It felt like a movie. It was like yeah. they, they had these promos. It's like, it's coming. Yeah. You know, like before I drove down here, it was like 45 minutes. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I should delay my trip. Like, yeah. But no, dude, seeing that video was amazing. Like, like the, the the parkour of course is just best. Yeah. It's it's so amazing. They're they're 
Because what I love about Store so much is is their parkour to me has always been just legit. Like it, they're doing is, some yeah. really good lines, some really controlled jumps, and I'm really liking it. And then the adventure is just off the roof. They're jumping off a bridge onto a boat. That's something <laughs> that every man has always wanted to do, but we didn't know it. Like I like you know, or even if we did, we were like, well, I'm never gonna do it. And then in the video, Benji's just like, hey, let's jump on this boat. You're like, man, <laughs> dang. <laughs> No, and then like it's their lifestyle they're climbing man. Like, a cliff they're climbing it's, buildings it's like I didn't know I could do that they're laughing like, at nature oh, it's no. just like man this video uh, man they live an awesome life they really do sure. I feel like As, I hope someday we get to the point where we can do that yeah no I do too it's hard but it's hard want. seeing it and then realizing you can do it and then being like well, yeah. what am I doing wrong you know and, and you know what you're doing wrong it's just yeah. so hard to really take steps towards that yeah. and I feel like store like, I really thank Story for that. Like, yeah. they're a really good representation of, like, that feeling in all of us that just wants to be, like, have an adventure and just yeah. have live I mean, an adventurous life and not have any excuses for it and seeing them do it. They make it look so easy. And, yeah. And so the work that it takes to get there, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been trying to get to that for so long now and only just now I'm finally starting to make progress to being able to live like that where yeah. I can just do what I want and yeah. have that kind of adventurous life all the time. Yeah. I feel like they've really like been trendsetters in the parkour community for the last couple of years. They definitely have, like especially with their like the, their their blog format of YouTube. Yeah, where they have every episode numbered, and and I remember when every episode used to be like bits and bobs, where it'd be like you know little B roll clips. And I'm personally a huge fan of those. Yeah, and then suddenly every video is this just like legit. theatrical <laughs> event, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like that one, what was it? That video came out last winter. And it was like where they were in Italy, where Sasha and Callum were in Italy, oh, yeah. and like that part where they're like in the snow. I was like, "What am I watching? <laughs> like, this, is, this is so beautiful. <laughs> I just don't understand it, dude. It's so. Uh, it's not like a fanboy right now. I don't even care. It's just yeah. like it's it's not fanning. I just respect it. Like just, oh, they've oh, they've made it. <laughs> they, yes. They've gotten to where everyone wants to be. I, I think you just nailed it. They made it. <laughs> like, dude, they're um. Yeah, man. Like so, and, and I love when I love when I see people, because um, we used to make more like B-roll videos and stuff, and we all train more often. And people, like some people, would comment like, "Oh, you guys are just copying the store." And you know what? I'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> yes, we are." Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's successful and it's fun, and I'm like, you know what? I want to do that. So yeah. shoot. I, really, there's everyone has copied someone in some way. Mm-hmm. That's just what what uh, Picasso said. That's the nature of creativity. That's how it works. Yeah. You see things that inspire you, you do something based off of that, and yeah, there's, there's going to be similarities, but as it goes on, it develops into its own thing. Yeah. I mean, I've done similar things to a lot of people. I've seen I've been inspired by GUP, Store, Farang, all these different groups, and mm-hmm. I see stuff that they're doing, and I'm like, I want to do something like that. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, I start doing that, and after a while, it turns into its own little thing, and it becomes, becomes my own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It can become your own. I I think it was Picasso said, but I I might be misquoting this completely, but I think he said, like, good artists copy, great artists steal. Yeah. Or something like that. And and it's a really cool idea, because we we talked about that a lot in art school, because some people would be like, oh, you just copied that artist. But it's like, you know, you look at someone you really like, and you just go, well, what are they doing right? So you copy it. And then in doing that, you figure out your way of doing it, and then it just kind of... Becomes your own. Yeah, it becomes your own, (laughs) and you're doing your thing now, and it works. And I... I just feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And some people are just so afraid of 
of copying that they don't even try and then yeah. they just judge others <laughs> yeah. and that's a terrible thing to do so back to what we were talking yeah, about earlier do that <laughs> seriously oh man okay well this uh, what, what time are we at what are we at we are at 57 minutes okay well let's wrap this up dude this was awesome this uh, was thanks. like we'll, we'll have to well, do this cool. again because yeah. you might be the only person I'm allowed to talk to no okay <laughs> but uh, we'll definitely have to do this again sometime yeah um, so go ahead and say like what you know your YouTube name your your Twitter your Facebook whatever you're trying to pro- promote go ahead and give a little shout out for that right now um, all our Rilla Hop stuff is uh, Rilla Hops so like <laughs> facebook.com slash Rilla Hops youtube.com slash Rilla Hops our Twitter and Instagram is both Rilla Hops. Awesome. So pretty much if you want to find us, Rilla Hops. Mm-hmm. And our clothing store, RillaHopsClothing.BigCartel.com. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but buy, you... buy that. <laughs> cool. Well, Should be having some new designs soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Cool right, stuff. <laughs> Good having you, man. Awesome. You too. So, ah, until next time. Yeah. Out. Hey guys, me again. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Few apologies I'd like to make. <laughs> Number one. So I kind of went a, a little fangasm on the store there at the end, but you know I'm I'm cool with that. I love those guys. They're so great. If you don't like them, that's cool. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But as for me, they've definitely they're definitely a source of inspiration, and I'd love to have them on the show one day. Second apology is, I don't know if you guys noticed how many times I said like in that episode, but it's a lot. If someone if someone is to go back through and count them, I will personally, I don't know, I'll give them some kind of prize because there, there are so many times in there, and I didn't notice that until going back through, but if you compare it to how I talk now, I'm actively trying to say like less, <laughs> but all that's besides the point. So, if you've noticed behind me, you might hear some birds or trucks or something. It's because today, for the uh, intro and outro recording, it it was such a beautiful day, I could not stay inside. So, I decided to go out to the park where I I train most of the time. And I'm just sitting in the middle of the baseball field with my microphone. And i got to say, this is sweet. I might do this more often. It, It definitely feels a lot more natural than sitting in the corner of a dark room talking into, you know, the microphone. Oh, B. Oh, okay, I'm good. Um... (laughs) So, first up, um, if you check up our show notes, we're going to post the videos we talked about today. The Caleb videos, the Falling is Living, um, the GUP videos, uh, the Caleb Singapore videos, uh, some of the Singapore videos, and uh, Chaps on Tour. Also, I'd like to give a special thanks to Caleb, of course, Nikki, uh, Rilla Hops in general for being awesome, Tucker for coming with me. Alex for forgetting his name (laughs) and once again everyone for liking our Facebook page and our Twitter if you guys want to check those out it's facebook.com slash audiojump twitter.com slash audiojump audiojump.tumblr.com you get it google audiojump it might come up hey and then of course check us out on iTunes Um, if you like it subscribe if you like it like but if you don't don't worry about it I'm not going to press you guys into it only do it if you want to not because someone's telling you to so that's about it. Um, I'd also like to give a special shout out to a project that our good friend Max Henry is starting. It's called Jump Fest, and it is a parkour event like no other. What Max is trying to do is get amazing parkour athletes and coaches from around the world to meet in Boulder 
and have a multi-day event where they give lectures and workshops. So less jam format, but more of a TEDx TED event. And uh, it's going to be great. Check it out. Jumpfest, he has an Indiegogo and we're trying to fund it. So if you guys could just donate a little bit, every little bit helps a dollar, $5, but look it up. We're going to also post information about it on our Facebook page. And I'm telling you guys, this is something that's going to make the community go further. This is what we need. And also he might've Max, Max I'm speaking of, might have uh, mentioned something about me being able to do a live podcast. So just saying, <laughs> but that's not why I'm pumping it. I'm pumping it because this is seriously something that I think would be great for the community. So, thanks a lot for listening to this episode, you guys. Next episode? Well, I can't exactly say. We definitely have a few lined up, but I'm not sure which one I'm putting up yet, so we'll see. But I'll try to get that one up faster than I got this one up. Apologize for the delay. I'm Brian Prince. It's been a fun time talking to you guys. Music for the Audio Jump is brought to you by Spaceman Fantastiques. Check them out at spacemanfantastiques.bandcamp.com. And I'll talk to you guys later. Keep training. I'm going to go play in this grass now.